Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by actor, comedian, and bearded wonder. You've seen him on Tucker and Dale versus Evil, Escape Room, and as Dr. Iggy Frome in NBC's New Amsterdam, we welcome Tyler Labine. Hello. How you doing, Sean? Absolutely great, Ty. Let's go beyond the mic. You've been acting since nine in Street Legal. How have you evolved and built every character you've played on the basis of Scotty Selbach from Dead Last? Oh, man. Um... Well, Scotty, well, okay, let's go way back. I was nine years old when I did Street Legal. Uh, and that was in Toronto. Young Canadian kid, living a pipe dream. No way in an industry like Toronto could you make it as an actor. There was just no way. Then I moved to Vancouver in 1991. And Vancouver was like the hotbed of all sci-fi television production activity. And I cut my chops there. And then along came dead last, Scotty. And I would say the defining characteristic of Scotty was that they let me name my character's last name, Solback, which is actually just ball sack rearranged. And that was, <laughs> that was, that was when I realized, Oh man, I have some value in this industry. <laughs> and now here I am as Dr. Ignatius from, it's just been, you know, hit after hit. <laughs> <laughs> well, on a serious note, the writers have allowed you to tackle your own eating disorder in new Amsterdam. Yeah. How much was it a relief to be able to, tell your own story, get it off your chest through the voice of Iggy and be able to help others. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, so David Foster, one of our uh, shows, writers and executive producers, he, they had been writing these little, these little blips of like sort of disordered eating for Iggy, which they weren't even calling it that. It was just that Iggy had some quirks around eating. And uh, I think he could see me getting visibly irritated. And I'd written a couple of messages to, David Schulner being like, Hey, what are you doing with this kind of eating stuff? Like, is this, I don't think it's funny or I don't think, you know, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to do that, I'd rather not. And then David Foster was like, what's, what's going on? Do you, why do you have such a compassionately asking me what, what's your reaction all about? Do you have a story there that you want to tell me? And he just sort of pulled, he picked up the edge of my sticker, you know, and pulled it back. And I told him, and then Sean Cassidy, who's a good friend of mine and, and, and an unofficial mentor of mine and writer on the show was like, hey, man, we are all really curious about whether you'd be into giving us your story for the show. And so I told them this whole story about my childhood and my you know, body shaming from my father and my disordered eating and eating disorders and ultimately leading into a, a, a suicide attempt when I was 13 and all these things that I've carried through my life that I, I, I don't talk about. You know, I really don't. It's not, it has not fit into my persona, you know, Scott Salbeck and you know, sock from Reaper, all very like proud, big guys, you know, um, that's not how I felt my whole life. I've always felt really shameful and ashamed of my body. And, and, but dudes don't talk about that, you know, or I did certainly didn't see dudes talking about that. It's not a thing that anybody really wanted to hear. And so when they decided to tell that, help me tell that story on the show, I, uh, not surprisingly got really scared and emotional and, and, and almost balked. And then Janet Montgomery, who plays Dr. Bloom on the show, just said to me very simply, she's like, you have to do this. You cl- it clearly is something you've been holding on to forever and it's going to be really cathartic for you. And you, the reason you're scared is because you have to do it. And so I did it and it was a really cathartic experience on set. You know, like a lot of those takes, I was talking directly to my father, you know, and very, I'm like emotional talking about it right now. It's stuff that we have to carry around all, a lot of us. And I didn't know how many of us have walk around with this pain and the shame all the time and don't talk about it. And so people came out of the woodwork 
guys were coming up to me all ages and sizes being like, Oh my God, thank you. I'm not like, I, we don't, I've never been able to talk. I've never seen that on TV before. I've never seen it anywhere. A guy with an, like a, you know, a guy with an eating disorder. We don't talk about it. And I, I guess I hadn't even realized the impact that that would have truly. Um, but it's been something that has been one of my most proud moments of like actually saying something as an, as an actor, having an opportunity to say something real in this industry. How has the cast and crew of New Amsterdam become a family, especially with this last year being so tough? Yeah. Um, everybody on the show, we've all been on such a journey. Like the beginning, first two seasons of the show were like very magical. You know, I don't know how I hate that term, but <laughs> it was magical. And we were like in New York making this show and getting a lot of attention and, and really getting along as a cast. And then, you know, uh, COVID hit and kind of sort of sent a ripple through our connectivity as a cast. And uh, it got difficult. It got tif- difficult for us to remain close. And we we're on set. Even you, you can't, we can't just hang out. We can't sit in a room with our masks off and talk. We can't do table reads together. We can't have lunch together. We're shuttled off into different rooms and different vans. Um, you know, it's been hard to maintain that connectivity, but we recently had a big dinner with David Schulner and Peter Horton here in New York, where we all, the main cast went out for dinner and like, it was really healing. We put a lot of stuff on the table. There were like weird resentments that had been built up, you know, people feeling neglected by one another and feeling like left out or feeling not seen by one another. And that's an integral part of what makes this show work. So we sat down and we all like had a really a, a delicious dinner, but B like a lot of like, real emotion was expressed and we and we since then have been making such huge efforts to like really reconnect and be like honor the love that we have and the magic that we have that's here so it's been cool man it's a journey with your brothers acting and directing is there a competition between you all at the holiday dinner table uh top <laughs> this kind of competition yeah but i win so <laughs> <laughs> you win no there is my my older brother uh is a writer and director and we've made a couple films together now uh, he's the head writer at Ubisoft video games. So he writes big, big video games for them. And uh, my little brother went more towards theater and uh, opened up his own theater in Toronto for a while and uh, had a theater company. And he's not doing that as much anymore. He's not really acting that much anymore at all, really. Um, but there was, there was a healthy competition growing up for sure. Um, and I was like the, I was the dark horse. I was like the little, you know, chubby kid in the middle that couldn't, you know, the agents didn't want to hire, didn't want to take on. And my other two brothers were just these gorgeous, lean, little, like, uh, Levine machines. And, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, there's not really any competition anymore. We're all very supportive of one another and try to include each other in our creative endeavors. So Tyler Levine joins us beyond the mic, and it's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Okay. Favorite cartoon other than Voltron, Legendary Defender. Um, Aqua Teen Hunter Force. What car did you first learn to drive on? MG Midget. Would you rather be the hero or the villain in a movie? Bad guy. Are you an early riser or a night owl? Early riser. Best thing about your sheepadoodle pineapple? <laughs> Her name. <laughs> What's the favorite thing that you do with your kids? Cuddle. What's the one thing your wife, Carrie, does that grounds you? Um, one thing she does that grounds me. I'm going to skip that one. We're, we're actually recently divorced. We just got divorced. So, <laughs> yeah. But she, what she does to ground me is she, 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 she checks my honesty. I'll say that. Sorry to hear about that. 
who had the better first pitch at a Mets game, you or 50 Cent? <laughs> uh, me. It's time for my favorite social media post. And in Ty's social media, it's not about his music producing nor about his kids. It's, quote, I want to figure out a way to increase the size of my big toe so my second toe stops making all the other toes feel weird about themselves, unquote. Everything's fair game in your mind, eh, Ty? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm the id of the psyche. I just, if it comes up, it comes out. It's time for one big question with Tyler Labine from NBC's New Amsterdam. Beyond the mic, Ty, what's your favorite dream or nightmare scenario for Dr. Frome in the future? Um, yeah, it's funny you say dream or nightmare. I, I find that I, I, my dreams these days for the characters is usually some sort of nightmare. I want something big to happen or to break. I think my dream scenario for... Iggy on the show is I really want to see his, um, his marriage have to like, like navigate a huge hit. I think that's the next thing for him. You know, professionally he's done all these, these uh, things and hit all these um, landmarks. But I think the thing that's been the most steady and sturdy for him in his life and in the show is that Iggy and Martin have been like solid as a rock. Let's see that gets shook up a little bit. That's what I want to see. That's my dream nightmare scenario. He loves his sheepadoodle, is an early riser, and learned to drive a car on an MG midget. From NBC's New Amsterdam, we thank Tyler Labine for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks, Sean. My pleasure. And that, my friends, is a Beyond Mike Shortcut. <laughs> <laughs>